0: let play the drive. Second down. Goal to go at the one. Pacheco in the backfield. Along with McKinnon. They hand it off. Left guard. It goes. Touchdown. Cairns on City. Isaiah Pacheco blasting in behind the block of Joe Tooney. The left guard. And the Chiefs get a badly needed touchdown drive on this first drive of the third quarter. At 9.30 to go. Third quarter.
1: No, just another seventh round pick from Brett Veach. It'll helping the deal. Chiefs win a Super Bowl. Yeah, just one of many picks that they continue to nail as a front office. It is Cody and Gold, a championship Monday here on Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio. We cannot wait to get back to Kansas City. We just also saw the map came out for the parade route. We will be broadcasting live from the parade on Wednesday. And if you were wondering just the actual information on that, by the way, it's going to start at 6th and Grand at noon. On Wednesday, it'll end at Union Station for a rally right around 1.45 or so. All that will be live here on your official broadcast partner for the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio.
2: Also important to note that uh, how, how many uh, shows in Kansas City were live in Arizona the entire time and covered the Super Bowl? One! This show! You want some player access? You want some? Of the, how about the broadcast part of the Kansas City Chiefs? We're the home of the Chiefs, 106.5 The Wolf. If you're looking for Chiefs coverage over these next few days, whether here where we're still in Arizona, tomorrow where I believe we'll be live from Rally House, Yep. Wednesday we'll be live from the parade route, there's only one spot in Kansas City and, to, and get to that. match
3: that. Sports Radio. And to match your work ethic, Cody, incredibly humble to boot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this was a brag for all of us, so you're going to have to get sucked down with me. Sorry. All right. Stick your chest out, man. Be like Orlando Brown Jr. Be proud of that work you did this week, Nick. When somebody says how you did, he'll be like, I kicked ass. This put is put it like, on an effing T-shirt.
3: Yeah, that's right. They should honestly, if you really, if you really break it down, we should be allowed in the parade route. Like we should get to hold so the. It's Lombardi. funny you say
2: that.
1: You want to? This is maybe an off-the-air conversation. No, nah, uh, let's do it now. Too late but, uh, now. But, uh, Once it's funny you, start- you say that. I did actually talk to somebody in a different market that uh, was a f- partner of a franchise that won a Stanley Cup. And they actually were on a bus and part of the parade route, so what? it actually has happened. it seems sport.
3: like maybe an, a thing you could get away with in the NHL and the NFL. No, I think let's fire an email over. You know, fire let's. an email over. <laughs> yeah, Cody, you, I'm can sure. Can you tell me the proper uh-huh. channels to send that email through? <laughs> yeah, just
0: no in, know, D, know, honestly, in, in DC
3: in
1: DC the the Capitals' flagship station when they won the champ uh, when they won the championship in the Stanley Cup, uh, their afternoon show got to be on the. Uh, on a bus. I do think we should print some
3: we should print some Super Bowl vibes shirt. I agree. Just, you You're know, right. pro let's let's profit off of And one that
1: has a photo of Nick that just says well, no, no don't Super Bowl make it vibes,
3: about, idiot. No, do not make, make it about me. I am re- currently repping my Georgie Porgie pudding pie shirt today.
1: Nice. nice. Um I'm currently repping an old white undershirt because it's too <laughs> damn hot in here.
3: Because it's 85 <laughs> degrees in our in our
1: studio. That's what it is. And I realize I have sweatpants on underneath these jeans because, for sake of packing, we just threw them on real quick. this Wait a morning. minute. Wait a
3: minute. Wait a minute. Well, it's
1: because we had it. We had it. Um, we had to quickly get out of the house this morning to make it downtown for our studio me, that we're using. And so, do not I'm gloss dying. over that. Do not gloss over that, Cole, because <laughs> that is not
3: normal behavior.
1: Well, no, it's not normal behavior. Why did you put on both? Why did you? Yeah, because because dude, put no, on sweat? no, it was for packing. No. But fine, I'm taking the jeans off. I'm, I'm oh my taking, god, he's am
2: taking the jeans, jeans off. He's taking his. Shirt off and now he's taking his pants the off. Pants, are, you see coming what's off. Here? pants are coming off. Gold is going to it's... be
3: nude by the time this show ends. You can <laughs> see. Okay, so now he's actually away from the mic, so we can have a conversation about this. Yeah, I yeah, don't care start. how much of a hurry you were in. There <laughs> oh, was much better. There already. was another option to wearing oh. sweatpants <laughs> underneath jeans while be- in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs>
1: it's because we were we were packing. There was no room in the suitcase. We had to get Why out of there this morning. I slept in sweats and I just threw them on real quick because I already had my suitcase
3: packed and I didn't want to unpack. You couldn't have put those sweats in the suitcase. You're telling me it was that. Packed. Could have, but we didn't have time this morning, Nick. You know, there's you this, did thing too called, have time. this thing called this thing called Uber. Thirty
1: seconds. <laughs> this thing called Uber. It's not as if like, I think there's this misconception that when we're on remote in another city, that Nick, Cody, can I and I can just wake up and we're at the studio automatically. There is this thing called transportation. You dude, that it has takes to thirty
3: seconds to put your sweatpants in Here, the suitcase. Here's, here's
1: the thing, Nick. Though, even sweats or not. It would not have fixed the problem that it is 85 degrees in our studio that we're using today. But I'm not Slowly now all I have left. I mean, way. one more article of clothing that comes out, then we start getting to skin. It's skin. One more. Are you going commando? We're, we got. We have one article of clothing left. That's. I mean, we are we were down to sweat to a pair of sweatpants and a white undershirt. That's how hot. And my shoes are off now too.
3: Oh. I don't know if this is sort, some sort of stunt you guys are pulling on radio to, like, finish no. the show no, nude, no. no, I'm not interested in it anymore. No.
1: This is real. This is real right now.
2: Gold is slowly
1: oh taking my his clothes goodness.
2: off in honor of the Chiefs' Super Bowl victory. Yeah. Slash, it's a million degrees in this studio. It is. It can be for both, Nick. It serves both purposes.
1: Let, let's talk about uh, this offensive line, though, because they stepped up in the biggest possible moment. We wondered, could they – Go up against this defensive front. So many people, that was their reason why they picked the Chiefs to lose, as a matter yeah. of fact. Like, oh, they're gonna it's gonna be the Bucks, Super Bowl all over again. They're gonna get destroyed. They're gonna get they're gonna get manhandled. How are they gonna handle Reddick and all these other defensive linemen? They're five deep. And by the way, that was all true in terms yeah, of what they have wrong. been. They are the top sack team in football. Orlando Brown Jr. had his moment, his marquee moment. This offensive line had their marquee moment. Of the season, zero sacks. Are you kidding me? Even the most optimistic person
2: would have never said
1: that. What is said, Well, look, they're gonna look. Man, come on. They're gonna, I think they're the gonna, exact they're gonna, thing they're gonna say- you
2: said last, like Thursday, it was like they're gonna give a couple I'm of co-
1: sacks. Yeah, we're talking about the sacks, and you and I were going back and forth Thursday. I'm like, Cody, you realize, I'm like, they're gonna give up some sacks. I was man. fine yeah. Yeah. I just
2: wanted Orlando Brown Jr. Thinking, to have his best
1: game. I'm thinking we're gonna sit here like, and if the Chiefs only, the Chiefs only gave up two sacks, what a great performance! They gave up zero. They gave up zero sacks to the
2: Eagles' defensive front. They were incredible last night. Look, some of this is Patrick Mahomes and his sack avoidance. Okay? I'll just quickly toss that out there as part of the reason. The offensive line played the game of their life. I'm going back through. People are putting out Andrew Wiley highlight (laughs) tapes just destroying guys. Orlando Brown Jr., this is the type of pass rusher that has gotten him multiple times. It didn't matter. Like, the offense as a whole, as we said, in the second half was near perfection. That stands. They were they were nearly perfect for an entire second half. But the reason why they were able to execute that way is because they had time. I go back to right after that Tampa Bay Super Bowl. They did this whole big revamp. And I think Carrington and some other people, and I think even to us to a point, where we're like, did you have to go this far, right? Because all of a sudden you started to realize, like, okay, yeah, you got your you got your butt whipped in a Super Bowl pretty bad. And then it was like, okay, you're going to trade a first-round pick for Orlando Brown Jr., a guy who's going to win $150 million? Okay. Then they spent a second-round pick on a center. I'm like, okay. Then they spent the highest-ever money ever given to a guard. You're like, okay, you've traded a first-round pick. You made some of the highest-paid guard. You spent a second-round pick on a center. And I was like, I feel like you are really – you've, you've completely revamped the offensive line. They gave up zero damn sacks to the th- the team with the third most regular season sacks in nfl history i'm gonna go ahead and say it i don't think they overspent i don't think they went too far fixing their offensive line because that's where you can make up for let's even call it not a lack but the the lack of huge wide receiver in tyreek hill you can look over the other yeah. side and watch Devonte smith and aj brown and you're like wow those guys are great those guys are better than the wide receivers the chiefs have it's obvious we can see it those guys are better than the wide receiver the Chiefs have. And you're like, well, why did the Chiefs win? Well, because they're offensive line. Like, that's a huge reason why. You don't need all of those things to work in concert if you have time. Your wide receivers can be a little bit less. The second leading wide receiver on the team had 18 yards. His name is Justin Watson. He's the fifth receiving target on this team. That, That was the second highest yardage total out of any of the wide receivers yesterday. Didn't matter because Mahomes had time. He get to the backs. He can run. He can throw it to Kelsey. He throw it to Juju. Whatever. Gold, it was a. It was their single best performance in the two years they've really been together as a unit.
1: And I think what's great, at least in the interior of the the offensive line, is you you know Creed's not going anywhere. You know Trey Smith's not going anywhere. Uh, Joe Tooney, they may have to rework the deal a little bit, but he's not going anywhere. We'll find out what they do with the two tackles. But it, it's such a different feeling going into the offseason, as we always discuss, it 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 changes everything with how you can approach it and what what fan sentiment is as well when if they have to make the tough decisions on on guys like Wiley and Brown nobody cares about that right now and also uh, it it just changes how you can approach trades and how you can approach contract negotiations good and bad right like there's a negative to it in terms of eventually uh, for for the kind of money that once you got that ring right it's the it's the, it's the Super Bowl tax that sometimes sure. happens for for this in sports.
2: Uh, but, I would see it with Wiley and Orlando yeah, I mean, Brown what, Jr. The
1: way I mean, we're we're giving Andrew or excuse me, Orlando Brown Jr. all kinds of love because he's the guy that's been probably the most criticized on the offensive line. It's a the guy they traded for. It's a guy that wanted to be paid like the highest paid left tackle. It's a guy that turned down the Chiefs' contract offer. It's a guy that is uh, is still going to either get tagged again. Traded a monster contract, but Andrew Wiley I think deserves a ton. He was awesome last night too. He was great, and, and he do, he just doesn't get talked about either way. Usually, he's kind of just like the. Which afterthought. is actually a good
2: thing when you're talking about a right tackle yes. who is on like a one year. Like, do you remember how like little Andrew Wiley makes?
1: We had a uh, Jeff Schwartz on with us on Radio Row last week, and and we talked about. Andrew Wiley, he's like, somebody's, he's like, this was before the Super Bowl performance. He's like, somebody's yeah. going to go pay him big time money. He's,
2: like, he's going to get a really nice contract somewhere. Andrew Wiley's on a one-year, $2.537 million deal. What a steal. What a steal. Well, that's another uh, tip of the cap to Brett Feech. Absolutely. Kudos, like, good sir. You found your right tackle for the entire season for what you pay, Jarek McKinnon. Pretty good deal, you know, for right tackle. And, and I just, because I don't, here's the thing. I don't think Philly's defensive front was overrated. I don't think you run into – they had a guy with 16 and a half sacks and three guys with 11 sacks, Gold. I don't think you just run into that on accident. I don't think you end up with four double-digit sack no. guys. Oops, and I fell into it. So, I mean, the Chiefs offensive line had to play their best game of the year.
1: You don't just run into it. It's. it's you're right. It's It's not an accident. However, I think what you learned, though, is what we discussed about who the Eagles went up against. Oh, we
2: talked and, about their lack and, of quarterbacks. And we
1: did. I mean, it, they – Went up against Mahomes now. They went up against Dak, Rodgers, Lawrence, Goff. Those were the best quarterbacks they went up against. Uh, but when you look at that defense against those quarterbacks and now add Mahomes to it, they gave up 33 points a game. When you when you look at the yeah. quality quarterbacks, that the Eagles went up against 33 points, 33.4 points per game is what they actually gave up. So you don't apologize for your schedule. It got you to a Super Bowl if you're Philadelphia. Uh, uh, and Jalen Hurts was incredible last night as well, but this idea that they were historically great, It we, we mentioned this before the game, it's not revisionist history, it didn't add up as far as the historical greatness of the defensive line, uh, the entire defensive unit, I should say, for Philadelphia. They had the fortune of playing a softer schedule, and it almost got them a Super Bowl, by the way, so there's, again, you don't have yeah. to apologize, but that was the, you know, they did, we, did, we, did people talk about them in, in a certain way? Well... When, when you when you look at how they fared in particular against those type of quarterbacks, it was a much different defense.
2: Well, and and as we've discussed many times, doesn't matter who your team is, the Chiefs' offense is going to, and will forever expose you. It just will. And look, this is so much better. Now we get to guess what the Super Bowl ring is going to look like. Like, is going to have you know, like all those people have like the the Rams one. Remember, like it lifted up the top and had a real piece of the dirt in it. It could be anything. We don't know. I like all the fun conversations, like when they announced the ring or like earlier when you said the parade route is out.
1: Mahomes last night said, uh, you know, he's like, I went to Disney World last time. He goes, I'm going to Disneyland. He's like, they might have to make some more parks going forward. <laughs>
2: does he not think does he think there's only two places that
1: Disney owns? So <laughs> he not heard of like Euro Disney. Well, I mean, I don't think he has time. He's got to get back for the parade Doesn't have time to go to Europe for Disney. They, like he goes to Disneyland today, I believe. Later on today or tomorrow, doesn't he? Yeah, that's
2: usually how that goes. And then they do the like champions parade. Yeah, he gets what to- a wild trip. Cody's Could dream, by the you way, out on he the gets Disney to- jet for thi- a day. This and he is-
1: fly back? This is Cody's dream, not the fact that it's Disney World or Disneyland, but the- that been. he gets to cut the lines without anybody caring. This is Cody's dream.
2: Man, I, I had to back out because I thought you guys would never forgive me. I oh. on Radio Row. Oh boy, uh, uh, I almost committed. Almost committed. I wanted it to be very important. that I almost committed. My most el- egregious line cut to date. Okay. I was in a room full of Fox hosts, and they were all, so there were all these little podiums, right? And Gronk was there, and there's like a million people around him. And those people, he's like Terry Bradshaw, right? was maybe trying to go over there. There's like a million people around him. You're like, ah, I can't seem to get through here. I look up at the stage, and then all the people were calling the game, right? Kevin Burkhart, Greg Olson. Very short lines, I thought. Wow. Surprisingly available. You know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna try to go up there, so I pop up on stage. I'm just behind one guy, behind Greg Olson. I'm like, I'm gonna get some good content for the show. I'm gonna get Greg Olson on the show. I'm gonna do a little one-on-one. This guy's doing a one-on-one, standing there, camera ready, ready to talk to him. Look to my left. There is a line of no short of a hundred people waiting to talk to the same people. I just walked up on the stage and got behind the line with a guy because I thought, cool, they're available. And then I thought for about 30 seconds, what do I do now? Do I just wait? Do I get this interview? All these people are like staring through me. I ditched. I didn't I didn't want you guys to accuse me of line jumping, so I ditched.
3: Nick with the the breaking so, news. yeah, so there. Cody yeah. Cody thinks it is noteworthy to announce mm-hmm. that he did not cut in line. That's yes. Yes. Like that's, that's how bad it's now. gotten for him <laughs> is that he has to make an announcement when he doesn't do it. But I didn't do it. I think that that's important. i hey, have grown as a you person. You want a trophy for hey, this? Hey, hey, Alex, just let's go around the room real quick. Did you also not cut in any lines this past week? I did not cut a single line this weekend. Congratulations. How I are did. you, Nick? Did you cut any lines? I did not. There you go. Thank man, you, man. Not that. even at the airport on the way home? Uh, no, well, I was flying a different airline to where it didn't matter. Oh, yeah. we
1: might have to we might have to cut some lines on our airport. We already our flight's are already partially delayed, so hopefully we're back by the parade on Wednesday. We'll see. Anyway, uh 913-586-7610. We'll take your phone calls throughout the show. Normally we normally don't take phone calls, but it's a championship Monday in Kansas City. We'd love to hear from you guys on the Jay Southland Toast Service text line. 913 586 7610. Let's get back to, to Patrick Mahomes, though, because of, of the win, where it puts him, you start talking about the path. Uh, to greatness he's already great but the path to to get to that that comparison that we always know people are making between him and Tom Brady and at some point in his career where can he get to you got two rings if you're Mahomes and you're 27 two rings and you're 27 years old you've got two MVPs two Super Bowl MVPs you know nothing other than AFC title games and winning division titles at minimum every year like that is like that is the bare minimum you've done yeah and then every once in a while too now Every two, two, three
2: years, you're winning Super Bowls? He's got two already, Cody. There's never been a career that started this way. So from a legacy perspective, he'll forever be the guy who had the fastest start to a career in NFL history. He will be one of the greatest comeback quarterbacks in NFL history, no matter what. He's working towards being one of the the greatest, single greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. I've already told you, I think he's the most talented. Five years, you mentioned. Five championship game appearances, five division titles, five straight 12-win seasons, five straight Pro Bowls, two Super Bowl wins, two Super Bowl MVPs, two MVPs. Could you imagine it going any better than that?
3: How about this? How about this, Cody? How about this just for this season? MVP, Super Bowl MVP, leader in passing touchdowns and passing yards. Only three players besides Mahomes have done that in their entire careers.
1: And Ta- he's already—he's just already. He died. did
3: it in, his, he did, I mean, he did it in one season. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Kurt Warner—the only other guys to do it in their entire careers. He did it all in one year.
1: I mean, he is—I mean, we, you can't he's got say that enough. dog
2: in him, Nick. That's—I'm
1: pretty sure. <laughs> Those are
3: not. him stats.
0: <laughs> you know? he, he is him. He is definitely him.
1: There's there's no question about that. And this is why when you look at how the Chiefs and how Kansas City, for that matter, is viewed across the country, and I'll say globally. I mean, we were sitting next to Cody, someone from the U.K. You talked to somebody from Germany uh, who, who had some terrible things to say about Nick, even though Nick was only there for 10 days. He already knew who Nick was based on Nick's trip to Germany. So this is an international affair here last night, and this is not only putting the Chiefs on the map, you know, for as the model sports franchise, period. Not just the NFL, Cody. Like I, I think Mahomes and the Chiefs are the model franchise in all of sports right now, and it's not close.
2: Of course they are. I was trying to decide because right, you know, before the game, we said, who is this game more important for legacy-wise? Andy Reid or Patrick Mahomes? Who do you feel it is now? Now that you've gotten through the game, who boosted Ah. their, like now that I've gotten through it, I always thought it was more for Andy Reid. And now that I've gotten through it, I'm like, no. Mahomes just elevated because he won the Super Bowl MVP too. It's like he's just elevated into a stratosphere that even Andy Reid is going to have a hard time ever touching. Andy Reid's going to go down as one of the single greatest coaches of all time, and Mahomes still currently feels like he's in this own little universe. Well, what all added by to himself.
1: it? What added to it last night too is because he reaggravated the ankle. So it was kind of that you know the the, the flu game stuff for MJ. It was a Super Bowl MVP on a night where, yeah, you didn't have the best stats. 200, you had less than 200 yards passing, but you made the key plays when needed, and we all saw that he hurt yeah. his ankle again. And then you hear after in post game as we're down there that at halftime he refused treatment and he instead went around and talked to the entire team and he said basically like they're not they weren't playing with the same love and energy that he's you know normally used to them seeing and it wasn't just Mahomes but that's of course who's gonna get 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 the attention for it but like that kind of stuff adds to what you're describing and I don't know how you can be a sports fan and watch Mahomes this entire year with the accolades Nick highlighted throughout the this season that some guys have only done, very few have in done career. in their entire career, and then watch what occurred last night and not just at this point finally, even though it was crazy probably even a year ago, if not two weeks ago, finally just stop with any notion that anybody is even close to this guy.
2: Yeah. The only you gotta, player
1: where we're, we're down to three or four guys you can ever compare him to. And then none of the other guys don't play in the league anymore. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana. And the like that's is, I mean maybe Elway. Like th- that I- that is it. He's already that in is the Peyton Manning it. Conversation. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. These are, these are the only guys you can compare him to. Stop with nobody that is playing in the NFL for the rest of Mahomes' career can be near him, can be compared. It doesn't mean they can't ever beat him. No, Brady lost a Super Bowl. Mahomes has already lost a Super Bowl before. That's not what I'm saying, but. Nobody else can come close to what he is as a quarterback.
2: Yeah, I. The. The. Even. Even the notion now that anybody wanted to be like, is Burrow better than Mahomes? Dude, this is. Burrow had
1: my ass, exactly. This
2: is the easiest scoreboard moment of all time. Scoreboard. How many division titles? Let's just start there. How many division titles does Joe Burrow have? Two? Oh, 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 good for you. How many times has he played an AFC championship game? Twice? Okay, pretty good. One Super Bowl, no wins, no MVPs, huh? So, and you lost the Super Bowls, right? So no Super Bowl MVPs. Okay, well, then you're not even close. He's the only quarterback in the NFL right now who has two Super Bowl wins and two MVPs because Tom Brady just retired. Nobody else, like, because that's the way it worked. Tom Brady exited. And now the only quarterback in the NFL who truly matters every year, Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen might be on a bad team two years from now. Joe Burrow might be in a bad team from two years from now. And it probably won't last. They're so good. They will probably reinvent themselves or find them. But they'll be a mediocre squads, right? They'll be on that nine-win team or whatever that loses in the divisional round because one player got hurt and they can't overcome it. The Chiefs traded away their number one wide receiver, a guy who was good for 1,400 yards a year. They walked on his ass. They still showed up in the Super Bowl and beat the number one defense in the NFL. It specifically is important to point that out because that means they had to score 38 points without that kind of player, and they did it. And honestly, at times, it looked like with relative ease. They moved the ball really easily against Philadelphia. They took advantage of a lot of different parts of their defensive weaknesses that other people couldn't because they have Patrick Mahomes and, I don't know, just a bunch of guys that they can work around and a, and a future Hall of Famer and the greatest tight end of all time in Travis Kelsey. And they'll just do that. They'll just take those two guys and they'll ride it all the way to Super
1: Bowl. Yeah, instead of sitting here saying, hey, he's one and two in Super Bowls. Man, man, he lost to Jalen Hurts, and, hit, and Jalen Hurts has got his first ring. And oh man, what is his name? And mean? his
2: ways, he played. Somebody
1: be like, yep. is Jalen
2: Hurts better than Mahomes? All I don't that. need to
1: do any of that. All that's done. All, none, none of that. None of that matters. You know, like I see someone on the text line nine one three five eight six seven six ten says Aaron Rodgers is still relevant. Rodgers has one ring, guys. Yeah, he's already passed. <laughs> Aaron, <Rodgers's laughs> career. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has one team. ring. Aaron Rodgers has what a year left, as well. Aaron Rodgers has one ring. Aaron Rodgers will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Aaron of course. Rodgers
2: never even played in a second Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes has played in three.
1: Yeah, it's not. Again, Mahomes is in this category of like three guys, right now, and he's still only twenty-seven. I can't, I can't say that enough today. We're not. This isn't age thirty-eight. Mahomes like, oh, he's finally got his second ring, and wow, he's in this group, and he's. That's kind of how it went for Peyton. He's got ten more years, if not more. And if it's with Andy Reid, let's say if it's another five with Andy. You think they're? I mean, you think they're not at least getting a
2: crack at one more together? At bare bare minimum, cracks they have at Super Bowl in the next five years, five. They got five cracks at it. No, I'm dead serious. They got five cracks at it. I'm talking about actually being. I get what you're
1: saying. I'm talking about actually like if I were to tell you like over under one and a half Super Bowl appearances worth five over,
2: over for the next five years. I get five years to get them in two Super Bowls. Over, dude. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. I just want you to, like, recap in your brain what the last five years in Kansas City have been and try to tell me that it's under one and a half.
1: I'm not telling you that it's under. I just, th- I just like, it's over.
2: Done. Two and a half, over. Three and a half, we can have a conversation. <laughs> but two and a half, I'll take the over.
1: And yeah, three Bowl
2: appearances then, and he's not even in his prime yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think they're going to four straight Bowls or something like that. Um, That's but- why I said
2: I, I would cap it at, you know, two and a half is when I take the firm over. Three and a half, I'd like to talk about it.
1: Let's go out to the phones, though. Let's head back out to Kansas City and how everybody's feeling. I, I'm curious, Vinny, by the way, when you call in, let us know have you slept If and how many hours you've slept, if at all, and just what last night was like for you. 913-586-7610. All right, Nick, who do we got back on the phones?
3: We've got Chris here, who I believe has been waiting for about an hour. Chris, are you still wow. with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Hey, thanks for waiting, man. What's going on?
0: Not a problem. Hey, you know, I wanted to reiterate, and we've been talking about it, hitting – back and forth on different parts of the game but not only was it an emotional game um for the players but for us fans i mean there was a lot of talk a lot of a lot of people doubting Uh, what Kansas City could do, Um, and then they came not just with the overall stats, but then they started saying, oh, well, he had MVP. No one's ever been able to do that. He had this. No one's ever – they nitpicked as as much as possible and put as much doubt as they could, and and Kansas City showed up and showed out like they always do. Um, But there was even more particular uh, parts of the game that that absolutely just caught my fancy. and We had a lot of rookies that that completely stepped up against A.J. Brown and Smith we held them other than one or two coverages in check. We had, you know, Schneed who absolutely popped, you know, Sanders yeah, on that catch. He did. I mean, these guys stepped up in a way that you, you haven't seen all year, you know, outside maybe the Vegas game where we played a complete game. These guys came together and said, hey, they're talking about these offensive linemen for Philly. Like, they're the greatest in the world. Us as an O-line, we're going to shut them down. You know, they, they came together and the parts that we have needed to come together came together. And then Patrick Mahomes, the toughest guy I have seen in the league today by far, you know, with, the, with all the protections of the quarterbacks, this guy stepped up and said, I know I'm hurt, but I'm not coming out. I'm not coming out unless I am paralyzed and dying. I'm going to do what I got to do to lead my team to a victory. If that didn't show the guy's character, and 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 a lot of this he's he's gotten from Andy Reid. You know, Andy Reid is a genius. Yes, he's an offensive guru, sure. But the man as a as a man, the character that he has helped with these young kids, these linebackers, and then my favorite, Nick Bolton. Don't get me started on him. <laughs> he's passed <laughs> this stuff on to these kids to help lead them into men who can play the game. Absolutely terrific.
1: Hey, thanks for the call. Great call there. Nine one three five eight six. 7, six ten. I mean, like, you could also tell just how the players embrace Andy Reid, Cody, and how they talk oh, yeah. about Andy. And, and Frank Clark, we, we saw that embrace after the AFC title game and the mic'd up segment that was there. Um, there's not a player that – and, and the, whether you're on the – by the way, whether you're on the Chiefs or not, I mean, we saw Andy Reid's uh, Monday night, opening night, you guys were there, hugging a bunch of his former players that like were he still on the Philadelphia Jason Eagles. Kelsey, yeah. yeah, former, former uh, head coach, of course, spent 14 years there with – with Philadelphia, And so the, re- the relationship and, and there's not anybody that doesn't love playing for for Andy Reid. We'll take more of your phone calls uh, coming up on the other side. Also hear from Travis Kelsey thinking of the Kelsey brothers very emotional Travis Kelsey after last night's win. You don't want to miss that next year on Cody and Gold.
0: this man one of y'all said the chiefs were gonna take it home this year not a single one feel that feel it and on top of that next time the chiefs say something with some respect on our name
1: travis kelsey following the win last night here in arizona look there's a lot of people that didn't pick them to win the division there was plenty of people that didn't pick him to win that game last night that's for sure and Tons. they did That's two games in a row where the Chiefs have been able to say whatever they want following it. That's the benefit. You get the last laugh when you win AFC titles and when you win Super Bowl titles. And you get another ring to put on your finger later on this offseason, or I should say opening night next year, I guess it'll be. When the Chiefs will host that Thursday night game against an opponent to be determined that They faced the, them
2: at Arrowhead this they year. They do.
1: They what do. do you think? Uh, they do. There's definitely it's definitely a possibility. I don't know if they'll do that, but it's definitely a possibility. We know they'll when open another, up the
2: season again. They will. The Super Bowl
1: banner, another Super Bowl banner will be unveiled. They're gonna have to it's a good problem to have, Cody. They're gonna have to shift around the banner or figure out what they want to do. Cause oh, right yeah. now they got the big one that takes up the top of that whole press box area. They're gonna have to make room for another one. Gonna have to add another flag to the flagpole as well. Start
2: making them, uh, you know, maybe start making them smaller. You know, you got to make them a little smaller for all the room you're going to need, for all the flags you're deciding to fly.
1: These are first world problems. (laughs) These are on your way to becoming a dynasty type of problems that franchises and sports have when you're winning so many rings, when you're in so many big games, when you have the best player in your respective sport and a guy that might go down as the, the best player in that sports history. That's the path that he has a chance to continue on after last night's Super Bowl win. It's Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Cody Tap with you. Nick is back in Kansas City. We cannot wait till Wednesday. We will be broadcasting from the parade, our entire station, ready for Wednesday's coverage of the parade. Some of those details came out today. It'll all wrap up around 145 on Wednesday at Union Station when, uh... The team, of course, will speak, and those are some of my favorite times. Whether it was when the Royals won, Cody, or or the Chiefs a couple years ago, you never know what someone's going to say on stage. Yeah, no, you never know how those are going to go.
2: Usually, for the better, right? We're not too particular about which way that goes. Um, you know, whether it's uh, Travis Kelsey saying "Shout out to the World War One Museum," or <laughs> you know, saying you got to fight for your right to Lombardi, which I assume will get said on this stage again. Last time, they were all pretty greased up, and I hope, please, let him talk more. I think last time, they try to rein him in a little bit yeah. because of the amount of drinks that were flowing. No, 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 no. no. Go, we want the full effect. We want them all standing there on the stage, feeling good, letting loose words fly. That seems like the best. I want I want Patrick to look like Tom Brady trying to get off that boat. Oh, you want him stumbling?
3: Hell yeah. <laughs> With that ankle?
2: <laughs> he's
1: got a long season. Yeah, yeah to fix his the high ankle, sprain. ankle. The ankle's not even a concern. He's got he's got months and months and months for that ankle to heal up. Not a problem at all. But maybe you know, maybe that's something that you you can have Nick break down the ankle, tra- you know, projection for the rest of the offseason and how much golf he can get in and all that kind of stuff. But he's going to be fine now.
2: I think you would feel pretty good about it. You know, Travis Kelsey. I think he was so we had a chance. We you and I were. Um, and they're trying to get podium sound and we're out there. I think this was probably one of the better moments um, amongst all of the sound because it speaks a lot to all this hype we made about the Kelsey Bowl. We understand how big of a storyline that was. And for good reason. They were the first brothers to ever play in a game. And Donna Kelsey became this massive celebrity on Radio Row and whatnot yeah, because of that. She was the star and, of the week. Look, she's a winner and a loser in the game because, like, she gets to feel happy for her son but sad for the other son. Listen to Travis Kelsey talk about how hard this was with his brother after the game because they met on the field after and what he had to say.
0: There's nothing you can really say to a, a loved one in a, in a situation like that. Um, you know, you uh, you joke around all the time and say that you want to be your brother on the biggest stage ever, but it's um, how would I get It's uh, it's, a, it's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling, and that team that. Uh, that team had, had great leadership, great coaches. It obviously, at the it came down to the end, and now uh, we got all the respect in the world for those Eagles, man. But um, there's nothing really I could say to them other than I love them and uh, and, he, and he played a hell of a year, a hell of a season.
2: Like the good news is for Jason, it's like he didn't take away his only chance at a Super Bowl win. Jason Kelsey has a Super Bowl mm-hmm. win, but God, what a moment! Like I, I understand that you want to like rub it in your brother's face, and there'll be at some point when you joke about it. Knowing their dynamic, listening to the podcast, anything like we know at some point it will become like something you can joke about. But in that moment, you just you feel you probably feel bad for taking something away from a family member, your brother that wanted that thing just as bad as you it just happened that this time his team didn't get it done and yours did
1: right I mean that was the th- you know it's of course we know that uh Jason uh had warned Chiefs gear when the Chiefs were playing the AFC title game they support each other that you know he would root he rooted for the Chiefs prior to the Super Bowl week and everything like that so there you know you, Travis Kelsey was rooting for for Jason when they the Eagles won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago but when you're playing head-to-head I mean yeah that's got to be such a unique spot i mean it's the first time ever as a matter of fact uh, that brothers have played against each other in a super bowl and that was one of the biggest storylines heading in and donna kelsey had seats next to damar hamlin at the super bowl i at one point they cut to her on the uh, the video board i don't know if they showed that on tv yeah. at home or not i'm assuming they did but she was sitting next to damar hamlin that and that, for their entire family had to have just been like a pretty you know, for the family stress almost stressful i would say too, uh nerve-wracking and then uh, Travis ends up on, on the on the right side of the win. But I, I will be interested to hear the New Heights podcast that they put out either this week or next week. It may not do it this week. I don't know uh, for, from both of them.
2: Yeah, Travis might be a little busy, although they found time on Radio Road to record one. Like they came over at night, right, in wow, the middle of yeah. all the hubbub and found a way to, to get a podcast done one way or the other. But it's just I, I, I get it because this – like Travis Kelsey's career – Where it started in Kansas City, where it is now. We talked about the Andy Reid and and Patrick Mahomes legacy. We already know Travis Kelsey is going to go down to the second greatest tight end in NFL history. He's got two Super Bowl wins, and he's probably going to destroy almost every other record. Matter of fact, he's only like six touchdowns off of the most receiving touchdowns in playoff history. And he's, you know, like, it's a lot of yardage and a lot of catches and all those things. He's second in all three of those categories, only to Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice buried some receiving statistics for a regular season standpoint, buried some never to be found again. So if you break anything that has Jerry Rice's name attached to it in the postseason from a previous dynasty that he was on. Yeah. I think you're probably doing something right. I just feel like that's gotta be so tough to just have that conversation at that time.
3: Do you want to hear Travis Kelsey's career postseason stats? Because yeah. he's now played in 18 games. That's a lot. He has played in 18 career postseason game. It's a lot. It's not quite as many as Jerry Rice. In 18 games, 133 catches, over 1,500 yards, and 16 touchdowns.
2: So, like, in essentially an NFL regular season, he's got 113 catches, 1,500 yards, and <laughs> how many touchdowns?
3: 16. Oh, my God. And by the way, if you just look at this postseason, which was only three games for the Chiefs, 27 catches, 257 yards, four touchdowns for Kelsey. So
2: nine for 80 and a better than a touchdown a game.
3: As good as he is, as good as, as, as dominant as he is during the regular season in which he is the best tight end in the NFL by a mile. It's not even close. He is even better in the postseason. So you're taking historical paces and ramping them up when the games matter the most. He, I mean. Are, are we are we done with any conversation about who the best tight end of all time is? Like, oh, are I those am. conversations completely dead? By the way, he
2: still got 11 more games uh, before he plays the same number of postseason games as Rice. If he plays in 11 more games, we expect him to break some of those I, records. I
1: think when his career is done, he'll be the greatest of all time uh, at, at tight end. Um is he there after last night? Again, I this is one of those where it's like I can just come on here and just act like everything is all Chiefs and that everybody is better than everybody and everything if I want. But like, no, I, I think he probably has to continue playing two or three more years. Who's to be ahead of him? The the greatest. I still think if you're looking potentially at, at Gronk, uh, when with all the numbers when it's done, um, or when, right now before it's done, I should say when it's all done, Travis Kelsey's going to end up there. But like, I'm not willing to like just leapfrog. Ahead. Sometimes I feel like we're guilty of assuming like because we all know he's probably going to be. The greatest of all time. We just want to already say that that's the case. Um, it doesn't. Yeah, it, ma- it makes it seem like I'm like this the negative person or whatever on the show yeah, you whenever are. we do it's these okay. whenever we do these legacy type <laughs> of conversations. But like, um, to me, try not to get caught up in and just what happened last night. Like, I could come on the show today and tell you that the Chiefs are the greatest dynasty of all time and everything like that. But that's not. I don't think that is true. So I'm not going to say stuff I don't think is true yet. To me,
2: the only statistical category that Gronk has an advantage on him is touchdowns.
1: Yeah, and so once he Kelsey's going to get that, uh, and and once that happens, then that'll be what you're saying he is. I'm just saying he's not that yet.
2: That's and all. Gronk has a few more Super Bowl titles.
1: Yeah, so that when when Kelsey's career is done, he's going to be, but he's not there yet. That's all.
2: I don't know, man. He's got him in pretty much every statistical category, but touchdowns. I feel pretty confident.
3: Patrick Mahomes, so uh, gold. Patrick Mahomes said last night at the podium that he was the greatest tight end ever. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes also said they're not a dynasty yet. So let's just agree with him on both statements. Split the difference. There you go. Deal.
2: Okay. So you have to concede that Travis Kelsey's is the single greatest tight end of all time. I, th- I feel like that's a concession, concession.
3: Gold might be willing to make on a championship Monday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: You think he's willing to fall in line here <laughs> right in the middle? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Should we Should we get to a random question of the day? Let's do it. Random question. For you, Gold. For you, Nick. Over the J Southland Toast Service text line, 913-586-7610. Of course, the random question today brought to you by the window source of Kansas City. We haven't had a chance to talk about it because the Chiefs are Super Bowl champs yet again. So that is going to obviously dominate a big portion of the show. But I want to get everyone's opinion here. General thoughts on the Super Bowl halftime show. How did you think it rated versus others? What was your favorite moment of it? Uh, First, I did not expect her to open up with... Bitch better have my money. There's no way I thought that
3: was going to be. I didn't even one. think that was getting played. <laughs> oh, yeah, we no, joked dude. about that last week. No we way. said
2: it
1: was like it was twenty to one to be the first song that she performed. We were all like, yeah, she's not going to even perform that. Uh, she did. I thought it was a great show. I know there's a lot of people listening that weren't huge fans of it. Uh, maybe it's because really? it's not your type. You're not your type of music. I, my mentions were full of people. Um, if it's not for you, that's fine. But, like I don't know what else you were hoping for from a halftime show. Like you already. Well, my point is, you already knew it was Rihanna. So like, if you didn't like her music, well, then yeah, you were never going to be a fan of it last night. But if so, I, I, tell, I want. I would love to hear from anybody that actually likes her music that didn't like it. The answer to that would be no, of course, because every song she played and every song she has is a hit. I thought it was fantastic. She didn't even have to bring in a guest. It was terrific.
3: It was
2: I, a good reminder that Rihanna's got a lot of
3: bangers. I mean, that's all she has. That was what it was—a reminder of. Was I remember all of these songs coming out, and then I was like, "I think this is all her." Like, has she released a song that people weren't like super, super? And keen Nick, on? She,
1: we find out afterwards, her rep confirms she's up elevated. I don't know how many feet in the air while she's pregnant.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think she was strapped in, but yes, so I mean, let me perhaps s- the great. Yeah. I mean. The it's only thing Jordan that could have made game, that better would have been if the fireworks at the very end of the show would have been all like pink or blue, and she could have done a re- gender reveal. Like that's the only thing she could have <laughs> done to, <laughs> to heighten that experience. But other than that, it's—I don't think it was quite as good as last year. See, someone text line says less clothes. She's pregnant.
2: Yeah, it less work. clothes.
1: She was pregnant. By the way, that just—I'll be on, honest with you—if you say that's now. anybody,
2: it sounds gross. Come on now, no, that's from imagine the imagine saying that in any situation. Hey, put on less clothes. You'd be yeah,
3: like, mm,
2: I'm actually actively asking Alex to put on more.
3: <laughs> and if you when you think about it, that, was the first time she's performed live in seven years. Yeah, yeah, she was back. So okay, so she is officially back. Yep. After she, after pregnancy, yeah. Oh, so she has to give birth first. Well, probably. I'm. Mean, I guess she's not going on tour anytime soon. No, but yes. I mean, back in the sense of like, oh, Rihanna's back, man. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great show. It was I pretty cool to never see. Left.
1: I thought this like the way the the set itself with the elevated platforms or whatever. I thought that was really cool. It just looked cool to see in person. I will say halftime shows on TV usually you is a much better judge just because you guys get the close-ups of a lot of the stuff she was doing. I know some people were. Uh, we're we're commenting on that. We couldn't really, from our vantage point, yeah, see know, like, some of that. When she's doing
2: diamonds for the end, we can see that all the flashlights are on, but we can't see essentially the huge backdrop of lights they were trying to set up for that shot, if that makes sense, that I saw later. Poor guys. <laughs> you know, really slumming it.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, we didn't get the full effect of the halftime show, and I think for that reason and that reason alone, you should feel sorry for Alex and I, Nick. He doesn't, Cody. Hold on, maybe we got disconnected. Nick, are or you, are you, do nope, you feel bad? Still badges? here? No,
1: he's there. there. <laughs> he just doesn't feel sorry
3: for you. Oh, oh I didn't okay. feel like everything required a response.
2: Oh, I, okay, all right. I like the floating stage thing, even if people thought it reminded them of Smash Brothers. I thought that was an effective. What's wrong with Smash Brothers, anyway? Nothing. I just Brothers think that I just think that people were like making the mimic that it was like a game.
1: A lot of people upset about on the text line about the lip syncing.
2: I mean that happens at ninety percent of the halftime shows. I hate to break, it to, you. Them, I hate
1: to break it to you, but that's kind of how most of them go. <laughs> though, so again, that's that's my point. Like the criticism, like stuff, the criticisms like that, then you were going to be upset no matter what because usually, not all, but I would say eighty percent of the halftime shows of the Super Bowl involve that. Now, last year's halftime show I still think was
3: incredible. And in It LA. was be-
2: last year's was better.
3: They had also they had seven artists involved in the one last. Well, year. Well, and also here is the thing with halftime shows: there are some people who if. If it's not the exact artist they want to see, then they're just going to find reasons to complain. Like, Rihanna's not on my short list of favorite artists, but she put on an... It's a a product for everyone. There are 200 million people watching. (laughs) You're not going for niche audiences here. You're going for people who have lots of hits, which she does.
2: And maybe, like, I get it that, like, I'm not speaking to a majority of audience. I didn't want any more, like, bands that were cool in the 80s. Like I didn't need to see another like the rolling I didn't need to see or like seven I didn't see the Rolling Stones, nigga. It's like, uh, nah, just give me like current popular like By the way, we've already had that. Tw- I know, that's what I'm saying. I want I want like
3: After more Janet Jackson's product. nipple popped out, we got the we got <laughs> Paul McCartney one year. I think we got the Rolling Stones. Did Mick one year. Jagger do one? Yeah, they yeah. went real conservative for about a decade. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, again, I, I enjoyed a lot. Also, the Chiefs won, guys. Hello. They won with her as the halftime performer. That should be all that matters at this point in time. And the Chiefs won another ring. So you should like, I mean, the, the halftime show. Shakira, J-Lo, Super Bowl victory. Rihanna, Rihanna Those should be on Super your Bowl mixes.
2: At, at every tailgate gold, mm-hmm. uh, those should be on your mixes. Rihanna, Shakira, and J-Lo should be in your pregame mix. And Do you agree to
3: that? Yeah, and Rihanna should name her child after one of the Chiefs players.
2: Oh, which which player?
3: Uh, Colin, Saunders.
2: Colin Saunders.
3: Colin
2: Yeah. What about Derek Naughty? He drafted hey, a bunch of dogs. Colin so you can go get a free... Saunders
3: had a big play there. I think it was in the third Massive. quarter. Massive, yeah. underrated play. Jaylen that big Hertz, old boy. I, yeah. B- chased him out. Yeah. My, Mitch had a great call. He called him the water buffalo. He looked like a water buffalo <laughs> yeah, chasing I mean, him out of bounds.
1: <laughs> he is a big dude, and he got him out of bounds, and like, that was a massive play in the, in the circumstance
2: that had occurred, no doubt. Nick, Derek Naughty paid for all the adoption fees for all the dogs that are currently available at KC Pet Project. I think now is the time that you get a dog and join Alex and I nope. as, Ooh, no. as dog owners.
1: There it is. Yeah, Derek Nottie, props to him. You're right. That is really cool that he's picking up the, the, the tab on all the rescue animals in the Kansas City Area. Uh, so you hate dogs,
3: like. Nick? No. No, I don't hate dogs.
1: Nick travels too much, I think, is probably fair. Yeah, yeah, to, you know. If you're going to adopt a dog, you got to make sure you can take care of it. It's well just tough if you travel a lot, you know? What's your dog doing right my, now? My, I'm very fortunate. My parents have been watching my dog for the last week, and I appreciate them for doing so. I can't wait to see the dog tonight. If we ever make it home tonight, or I don't know if we've checked to see if our flight keeps getting canceled oh. or delayed. But uh, that's the plan tonight. We are planning on being back in Kansas City at some point tonight. Cannot wait. It'll be the, the last time flying into the old KCI.
3: What if you would have asked him that, Cody? Like, what did you do with your dog? And he goes, "Holy crap! I completely forgot." <laughs> <laughs> Not <Don't> just
2: <laughs> eight days. Oh, that would have been
1: bad. Just actually. rummaging through the cupboards. That would have been terrible. That would be animal abuse.
2: Uh, yeah, I would think so.
1: Thanks for the random question of the day. You're welcome. Really appreciate by that. Talked my
2: window source of Kansas City.
1: Uh, we will in the 1 o'clock hour, I promise, take some phone calls. 913-586-7610. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll take some phone calls in the 1 o'clock hour. I want to
3: hear. We have two people have been waiting on hold okay. for nearly an hour and a half. Right. Wow. wow. Take Dan, one now. Right, let's we get, take right
1: let's sneak one in then real quick, Nick, before the break. Who we got? We got Dan in KCK. Dan, you still there? All right, there? Dan. What's going? What's up?
0: Hey, hey, Alex, hey, Cody, how you doing? Chiefs did it. Super Bowl champions, how about that offensive line? They did a great job of protecting Patrick Mahomes, and the defense did, did just enough, you know, even though they held Hurst to 70 yards and three touchdowns. They stopped uh, Miles Sanders and uh, with 16 yards and Boston Scott with eight yards. And uh, yeah, you're right. Colin Sanders played the night when they forced uh, the Hurst out of bounds on third down to make it 27 21. And for Terry Bradshaw and, and Jimmy Johnson, everybody saying that they the Eagles are going to win. Uh, so what? And uh, how about the how about uh, Bart Scott saying the Chiefs would not would not make the playoffs, and David Carr saying the Chargers would win the division. Let's go next year and repeat as champions. Take care, guys. Well,
1: let's do it, Dan. That's right. It, it, we'll be talking repeat next year, I and mean, we'll see if our buddy Ross Tucker, who we did see while we were in. Uh, uh, in Phoenix, down here, we'll see if Ross Tucker thinks that the Super Bowl hangover thing can happen this this go around mm-hmm. as well. We'll see. That'll be that's an off season conversation to have. But you appreciate did joke it, with him Dan. that we
2: would have him on if the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. We so did. Now we're probably kind of do.
1: Yeah, he said well, you, you guys only have me on the show when the Chiefs uh, when when there's negative stuff going on, and so I said Ross, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, we'll get you on maybe this week. So we'll we'll reach out to Ross Tucker maybe. Who, by the way, is a fil- is an Eagles fan? As he admitted, right? He's he's an
3: Eagles fan. I thought you were about to say he's a filthy Eagles fan. <laughs> no, no. He grew up in whatever Mount whatever. Do
1: we know? Is the city of Philadelphia still standing today? Do we know? Like, are couches being burned still? Do they get dude? B- before the game started, they were flipping cars. Like, is, is Philadelphia like? Is Philly okay today? Like, are uh, our, our light no, poles they, no? They our light light last poles night, Standing upright still.
3: The police department issued a state of like riots. Last night, like, people were burning stuff, and uh, there was somebody. Can't who was, handle it. Can't somebody handle got, somebody a got Patrick stabbed. Mahomes.
1: Someone oh, got well stabbed. Well, that's not good.
3: Well, that's not good. Wait,
1: is that confirmed? Well, none confirmed? of it's good. Well, I mean, no, that's, yeah, that's, it's that confirmed. part, like, I mean, none of it's good, but obviously somebody getting stabbed is a whole nother level. But uh, just just checking to see how Philly's doing today. We should have done PSA, guys, don't stab each other.
2: I uh, that's a good PSA. Jeez. I had mentioned that we should have known the Chiefs were going to win when Rihanna stepped up. You know the other reason we should have known when McCole Harmon and Nick Allegretti were both yeah. fathers on the same day. Nick Allegretti, who I think is a friend of the show and a future friend of Vinny Pasquantino's, had twins yesterday the day of the super bowl and mccall hardman sent out a tweet at 3 30 a.m that said so after the super her bowl. water no no 3 30 a.m the day of the super bowl that said her water breath. yeah but just because
1: we don't need to get into the technical stuff here but it no go doesn't ahead i mean that doesn't mean she had the baby right she dead in there at 3 a.m
2: well she didn't have it at 3 a.m but she had it you know i thought it was on overnight the day of the super bowl
1: oh was that confirmed I mean I saw a report that said How it was.
3: does childbirth like specifically how does it no, work No I'm
1: just saying like he said like at, at 3 th- as if the baby was born at 3:30 last night. I'm saying I don't know no, for I sure if they both had their 3:30. baby born on the same day it doesn't really matter What does it
3: mean when the water breaks?
1: It doesn't really matter.
3: You want like a like a specific we'll let Nick medical look that breakdown. Up. We'll
1: we'll give Nick some time to look that up during the break if you want right, some research. Gold,
2: uh, actually born at 3:17 a.m. Today. today. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. So, still pretty close. Close enough.
1: Either way, really cool. Congratulations, congratulations to to both of uh, their families, obviously Allegretti's and the Hardman family, on that a pretty pretty cool way uh, to have the last twenty four hours go. Amazing way to have the last twenty four hours go, uh, and I'm sure all of Kansas City is still feeling great today. Going to feel great all week. We'll uh, come back here from another break and let you know where things are at for the parade on Wednesday. Details are out for that. We'll continue to get some more phone calls uh, in today on Cody and Golden. The Bradbury holding call. What is everybody saying about that? And what it means for the Chiefs' relationship with old Carl Sheffers.
0: There's Kelsey, to the end zone. Cody and Gold brought to you by GAN Asphalt and Concrete For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance Gann Asphalt and Concrete One contractor, all things parking lot Trusted in Kansas City since 1994 Online at gannasphalt.com Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour Every day at 1130 On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs 610 Sports Radio